This episode is sponsored by the McDonald's buy one, get one for $1 deal. At McDonald's, you can get big name classics for just a little bit. Okay, so quick story. I can remember being a young little girl and transitioning from Happy Meals to like big girl meals. Like this was before the big kid meal, right? This was when... A Happy Meal just wasn't enough for the girl. And so I asked my mom for, um, um, you know, a big sandwich. And my big sandwich was the quarter pounder with cheese. Okay. And that thing had me in a strong, I mean, hold. It had a hold on me for many years to come. I do believe that that still remains one of my favorite special treats, honey. A quarter pounder with cheese. Something is just, it's just enough right? It's just, it's not as much as the Big Mac, but it's a little bit more than a regular cheeseburger, right? And a little bit more than a double cheeseburger. You know, it's, you know, it's right. It is right. It always makes me feel, um, you know, like, like, like home. Like it just, it just reminds me of my childhood in the best ways. I love it. It's just, it's just a nostalgia for me. Order ahead on the app and buy a 10-piece chicken McNuggets, a Big Mac, or my fave, the Quarter Pounder with cheese, and you get another one for just $1. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer valid for item of equal or lesser value. Push Black's Building Black Dollars is one-stop shop for economic empowerment and wealth building. This show tackles day-to-day financial obstacles and gives the solutions you can take right now to regain control of your finances. If you want to take control of your finances and begin building wealth, tune in to Building Black Dollars by Push Black. Catch it anywhere you listen to podcasts. Summer Joy is on the rise. It's time to shine with Black-owned products from Target. Adulting is all about self-care, and we are all about skin hair down to the kitchen table on getting grown. So make sure you're protecting that melanin glow with some Black Girl sunscreen, honey. One of my personal faves. Humidity-proof your hair with Myel Organics Sculpting Custard, and stay hydrated in the summer. Heat with Defy Water. When you invest in yourself, you're investing in what's next for the Black community. You and the community together are Black Beyond Measure. Do you remember the 21st night of September? Love was changing the minds of pretenders while we were chasing the clouds away. Our hearts were ringing in key of our souls were singing and we danced in the night. Remember how the stars of our night away. I've always loved that that song was just a collection of of noises. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, that's such a random, like, it's just the lyrics. They don't even really go together all the way. 
No, what is I it? love is Earth, it? Wind, and Fire. I just love that. I'm just like, wow. Like the lyric. This this whole episode is going to be about lyrics because I just yeah. Have, we have been there. Have you ever like caught yourself singing something uh, that you used to sing and you'd be a jam back in the mm. day and. Mm. When you're grown and you listen to the lyrics, you'd be like, what? Mm. <laughs> like, it must be her ass because it ain't her face. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> so yeah, man. many songs. It's just like, we should not have been singing that. Or no. that is not nice. Or that is woefully mm-hmm. problematic. Mm-hmm. What a yeah. time. To what a time. Life. Praise the Lord, niggas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. This is our second point? intro. Yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I just love intro. that on the lyrics, when you look up the lyrics in September, it actually says, Badia. Say, do Desert you remember? September, Badia. And then it also says, Baruru, 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 Baruru. That's hilarious. Baru, Baru, it's just so random that 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 song like i just don't think that song has anything to do with actually september like or which is like it must have been i wonder if was there actual relationship or some sort of actual memory tied to the 21st night of september what i'm thinking is the 21st of september was the first time they fucked because i can if you speak in that much gibberish you know what I'm saying? And you're talking about <laughs> blue talk. Blue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can you imagine a nigga back in that time and after he got the pussy, he was that <laughs> he left her house I and mean, he's like going down the street. It's raining outside, but he doesn't give a fuck because pussy was up. You know what I'm saying? That's how good it was. <laughs> that's that's my backstory to how September that was created. That is hilarious. I <laughs> I buy that is that's the backstory, my, my guys. That is uh, um, what XD and I call it alternative Black History fact. Yes, indeed. <laughs> um, I love that. That is how Earth, Wind, and Fire September came to be. Praise the Lord, niggas. We bike. We back. We bike. We, we bike. How's everyone doing? It's so good to be back. So good to be back at the table. So good to see you, sis. Everybody, so it is it is Jayteenth. We are celebrating. Jade's birthday. <laughs> yeah, we're celebrating Burr-burr. all episode. We're celebrating. We're celebrating With, uh, our problematic fave. Everyone's problematic just, fave. Don't let your fucking kids listen to this episode. <laughs> it's not for them. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and this was Kia's concept. It was. So I just want to make I, because, sure. And that I will know. tell the story of what inspired this. I was listening okay. to the radio, and Shantae's mm-hmm. Got a Man came on mm. the radio. I gotta go home. And I was like <laughs> listening to the lyrics. Like, you know, usually you sing along and you just be in the mm-hmm. moment and remembering where you were when this song was out. And, but mm-hmm. I took myself out of the reminiscent place, right? And actually listened to what Shantae was saying and found myself saying, This is is some bull swanky. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely. What? 
It's Shantae talking Shantae's about. Shantae wrote a song. Of, I'm sorry hey. that your man be beating home. on you. <laughs> I gotta go home. What? I'm sorry, been beating on you, cheating yes. on you, beating on like. And we was just all snapping our fingers and melodically. Listen to me, girl. And I'm so sorry that your man is beating you, but I'm leaving to go be with mine. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what kind of friends? <laughs> what kind of friends? So I was like, well, I bet you that there are other songs if we were to really look closely at the lyrics. There Agreed. were some things that it's like, why would I ever say that? You know, if this song was not set to this beautiful melody, if this song was not being sung by one of my favorite singers or rapped mm. by one of my favorite rappers, Mm. Would I have ever said this? Absolutely not. No, probably not. No. So I thought that we would no. have some fun and just think a little bit about some of our... When I get dusted, I like to spread the blood like mustard. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Wait a minute. Dust? <laughs> Wait a second. Okay. But there'll be plenty of time for that at the kitchen yes. table. Yes, uh, how was your birthday? Please. It was so good. I'll talk about a little bit more black woman self-care. Oh, my vacation was wunderbar. Please. Um, I rode dolphins. Uh, I told you all in the pre-show that I might have accidentally showed a group of people my coochie when I came up from the waters. Freshly Um, waxed coochie. That's right. Freshly waxed coochie. That's right. If you want to hear about the tales and adventures of Jade and her big ma, then go listen to uh, the pre-show of Getting Grown. I might make that a a book. It'll be about me and my vagina. And we're two superheroes. And, (laughs) you know. It's like a cartoon. I think so. Okay. I, and I think I'm going to have me like a little chunky vagina that kind of looks like um, <laughs> an animated <laughs> vagina. Yeah. You like, know, oh, what's, uh, that, what's that cartoon? Big Mouth. Yes. Yes. But, you know, she's not quite so monstrous, though. You know, she's, she's not. She's 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 smooth now as eggs. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be the adventures of. Jade and her fat ma. All and, right. <laughs> and I and you guys stay tuned. Uh, and it's yeah. a body posy book. It's something that you can share with your children because, you know, lots of people have vaginas. So I'll let you know when that's coming out. But my vacation was wonderful. Uh, I was very Kia's face. I'm I was enjoying. very happy to be away with my love. Uh, we needed that time. We attended a fabulous wedding for some dear friends. Shout out to Danae and Charles. Um, Charles and Tristan been friends since they were 15. So Aww. it was really nice to be there to celebrate them. Precious. And um, we had a good time. We had a good time in Jamaica. Okay. It was, then we went to Atlanta and took family pictures. And, you know, it was just everything that we needed. Remember uh, Phyllis Iller, Melissa, yes. who took the pictures at our Getting Grown Live Atlanta show? She hey, did our family photos in Atlanta. Shout I out to that. Melissa. If you're in Atlanta, make sure you hit up you hit up phyllis.iller on uh, Instagram. And if you look, it'll have her, her booking information. She's incredible on lighting black people and just capturing just the most perfect photos. So make sure you check out Melissa. Um, but yeah, that was my vacation truncated. One day I'll figure out how to make a reel. And, you know, four months after the vacation, I'll share it. All right. We'll be looking forward <laughs> so, to that. 
Thank you so much. How are you? How have you been? You have been doing new things. I have. I have. And everything is, is, I'm, I'm, I am in a, a huge, I feel like I'm always in trans, transition, but it yeah, just seems all are, like yes. all of the things are changing and I it's am feeling a little, honestly, I'm feeling a little unsteady. You know how when you kind of have like yeah. a routine and you're used to things sort of being a different mm-hmm. way and now you're in new waters, new territories. Yeah, um, it's a little unsettling, but I'm hoping that I'll sort of find my feet really soon. Mm-hmm. Um, things at my new job are great. Uh, yeah. It's busy, but good. Busy. Okay. Learning lots. Good busy. Mm-hmm. Learning lots. And I'm excited. I'm really excited about this new role. I'm, ex- I'm going to learn a lot. And I, I feel like I am in a position where I'm going to be a part of doing some really cool work, learning some new things. I love that. And I love I'm that. very grateful. I um, love that, sister. I'm, oh, I'm so grateful. proud of you. Yes. I'm also... <laughs> and this sort of happened... Uh, I don't want to say it was unplanned, but so like my therapist was encouraging me to find a way to um, sort of honor my grandma. And um, mm-hmm. I feel like I want to do something for her, but I wasn't sure what to do um, mm-hmm. to do something to sort of, uh, I don't know. It was just that I felt like I needed to do something to sort of honor her mm-hmm. um, in a in a way, in a <clears throat> substantial way outside mm-hmm. of me just sort of saying all of the things that I always say about my gram. And that's how much I love her and how she's my first bestie. Um, and I've learned a lot and thought a lot about uh, her life and, you know, all like, you know, thinking of how crazy, how wild it is for for you to be alive for 90 years and to see the world change so much. Mm. Mm. And uh, I've been thinking and reflecting a lot about some of our final conversations and I, mm-hmm. I had, I'm very grateful that I had the opportunity to tell my grandma about my, my new position. And uh, she was very excited. And uh, the, and she told me, you know, very plainly <clears throat> that she was proud that um, I'm, I'm a single woman who mm-hmm. has been able to create a life for herself without having to need a husband, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I have mm-hmm. to say that admittedly, I did not receive that feedback the way <laughs> that, that way at first. Cause I, the mm-hmm. first time I said, you know, grandma got a new job and she was like, everybody don't need a husband. And I was like, husbands, who said anything? What? And um, <laughs> I was so I confused. Remember. Like, what, we, yes. what? what are you saying? Um, but the more What's I love got about to do it, with it. Yeah, I was just like, we're here. What? We're talking about what? <laughs> um, but the more I thought about it and really sat with it and really heard and listened to what she was saying, I realized that my grandma grew up in a time where women needed a husband. 
uh, having a husband, having a partner was very much connected to your livelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, because an identity and identity and everything like, you know, there were not in my grandma's time when she was 20 years old, there weren't women getting apartments and living alone. That wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, you got married. Yes, because you felt a connection, you know, thankfully she, she and my grandfather had a wonderful relationship. Um, but there also was some great utility, practical utility in her having a partner mm-hmm. to, to, uh, you know, figure out life with and mm-hmm. her saying that I didn't need a husband meant that I did not have to have a man in order to, to do things, uh, like buy a house or do, do things that sort of come sort of your hallmark sort of experiences of being an adult And so um, I have thought a lot about that. And my grandma was very proud of the things that I've been able to accomplish. And um, she, we talked a lot about my condo. Unfortunately, she didn't get a chance to see it, but she was always seemingly fascinated with the fact that you know, it was, it was my house and I could do whatever Mm -hmm. I want in here. And Mm -hmm. so like little things that were very small to me were a very big deal to her. So like Mm -hmm. I got a black couch and she was like, what? That's crazy. Who gets a black couch? You mean you just wanted it. You went out and bought it. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, when I would talk to her about that, she'd be like, you know, I've never had the opportunity to just buy a couch because I wanted it. Every decision mm-hmm. I made, I had to make with my husband or with my family. Mm-hmm. And so like every time I was I was furnishing, it wasn't my house. It was our house. And I had to our make those house. decisions, mm-hmm. you know, collectively. Mm-hmm. And she said that was fine. I wasn't complaining in that in that moment. But to see you do things on your own and sort of mm-hmm. do things because you want to. That was something that inspired her. And so that was my very long way of saying I've decided that I, I finally was going to invest in sort of making some changes in decorating my home uh, the way that I wanted it to be. And I, I said that I was going to do that in my grandma's honor. I was going to do all of the unconventional mm-hmm. things that she thought were different and cool and fun. The fact that you know, so all the things that I want to do that were, are not sort of, you know, expected. So I've, you know, finally over the last few weeks, I got a contractor and a designer and been making some changes around the house. And so nothing. Yes, you have. They're not finished. And so I can't, I mean, I'm, I, I hopefully when everything is ready, I'll do mm-hmm. a larger reveal for everyone. But you okay. know, got some paint on the walls and got some. I see. I've got a, I got a bookshelf that's coming I along see. pretty nicely. And uh, this is looking like a totally different it room. Is. It is a different, it's a totally different room. I have a totally different house, kind of. I got, mm-hmm. you know, made some changes in my bedroom and downstairs. Oh, you know, finally pulling this house together and you know buying a house is is overwhelming and I think you know just getting it was enough for me and I needed to sort of be in it and sort of figure out who I am and what kind of house I wanted um Mm -hmm. and so I took my time 
as I was very committed, I made a commitment when I bought this house that, you know, I lived in apartments for a long, long time and I was just having mm-hmm. stuff because I needed it, not because I loved it. Mm-hmm. And so I said, when I bought this house, I was going to take my time and fill it with things that I love. And so it's taken me this long to figure out, mm-hmm. um, who I am and what kind of house I want to be and live in. And now I feel like I have that sensibility and, Weirdly enough, I don't know if if it makes sense to others, but for me, I I feel like I'm doing this for my grandma, and um, I love that. I I want want her to be proud and really sort of see it through that I'm sort of in this season um, where I am able to do things for myself, and I'm mm-hmm. grateful to have that ability, that capacity. And so I've just been enjoying it. So in addition to, um, you know, a new job and all the other things that we have going on for getting grown and, you know, doing some renovations, which always kind of makes you a little crazy. Just, you know, having people mm-hmm. in your house and Girl, things being and unfinished, unsettled. And, yeah. You're having to sort of, you know, know, you have to sort of mm. pack up some things, get things out of the way. It's been a lot, Mm -hmm. a lot of that. Um, And it's been hard, but I think it's coming together. I'm really starting to feel um, like this, this place looks like me. And that makes me, makes me happy. So I can't wait for you to see it. I can't wait to see the, I can't wait to see the final product. Isn't it crazy how. I got a new backsplash in the kitchen. (gasps) Did you? What else you doing in the kitchen? You know, I'm very. That's my favorite part um, of the house. I got. I painted the kitchen. Yes. And I've got new backsplash. I got new cabinet poles. Yes. Um, and uh, you know, yes. just you know, just some little just decor little things. Added some crown molding, mm-hmm. ceiling. Oh, and that adds kitchen. value. It does. In the kitchen, in the living room, we got crown molding throughout. I love crown molding. It just brings so much character to it. Yes, it makes it. Yes, that's exactly what Mm -hmm. it is. Character. I love that, sister. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so happy for you. And I'll FaceTime you you when we're finished so you can see the kitchen. The kitchen is kind of close. The kitchen is probably closest to done. Other things, waiting for things to sort of be delivered and all that but is that Mar- so are we re Maurice has Maurice? been repotted oh my god look at him yes Maurice, Maurice you got has, new shoes nephew you got new digs I was about to call the CPS on you no and I understand report you for <laughs> and for I have collect. to tell you it it was so long that Maurice has a little son what yeah, I like separated him out into his own little pot. We got an MJ. We got an MJ. Oh my God! Okay, so I'm a great I'm a, auntie. I'm now. a grandmother. Yes, I am. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes, I okay. am. It's so fascinating to me how, um, you know, you know how we always talk and like, yes, there are things that you know we want to do differently than our mothers and grandmothers. There's also just as many gems and things that we learn from them. For and sure. it's just fascinating to me that um, your grandmother, like we, we hear things and we think about them later on. I remember when my mother said this in sixth grade or I remember when my mother used to say this all the time, used to get on my nerves or I didn't know what she was talking about. But then it comes back around and it's like, 
That's what she was talking yeah, about. Yeah. And so, so even at this big age, you know, it's even 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 in the most recent of months, not even years, in the most recent of months, it's been like, I don't know what she was talking about. And it triggered feelings and it made you. But then you still have a moment later on where you're like, oh, that's what she was talking about. That's so like and I mean, it is. Cause I told you, I think I told you when my grandma said that to me about the husband thing. And I was offended. I was like, man, they always think about husbands. I'm over here telling her that I got a job and she talk about a husband. Like what she talk about? And right. Then, and then and I had to really to think find about out. it. It's yeah. admiration. She was really just like, that's what's up. And when um, I was talking to my therapist about it and my mom, we all sort of been pro- mm-hmm. processing this. And mommy was just like, nah, I think you... Like, let's just take another look at that. Um, Mm -hmm. Because evidently they'd had conversations, too, around how, like, uh, you know, if we really think about it and put it into perspective, like, my grandma had started having kids at, like, 21. And so she was like, the fact that, you know, you've been able to go on trips with your friends and just, you know, those are things that grandma never got a chance to do. Mm -hmm. Because it Mm -hmm. wasn't a thing. Like, she had girlfriends, sure, and they maybe could have gone to lunch. She was like, but it was unfathomable for mm-hmm. a group of her friends to decide that they was going to Myrtle beach for the weekend. And she was like, you and your mm-hmm. friends go to St. Lucia. And she would just be at the house. Like, wow. So Kia just bought a trip. She just bought a ticket and went, huh? That's crazy. Like, like, like. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, she is just sitting there in admiration of you. And I was thinking she was judging beautiful? me the whole time. <laughs> I would have thought the same thing. I would, but you know what, what I'm saying? But perspective. Perspective is everything. Perspective is everything. And it's actually it's giving everything. me permission. It's giving me, because, you know, and the nerves, Keisha will tell you, because, you know, I was nervous about doing things and didn't know whether or not it was okay for me to have, mm-hmm. you know, like I want to have a black, mm-hmm. I want to paint the walls of my bedroom black. Mm-hmm. It's that like, mm-hmm. that's what I want. And it's like, so do it. And it's like, is that okay? It's like, girl, this is your house. And so like, what do you mean? This so, is your house. So what do you so mean? Is it okay? Literally, you though, us? like, I had to really, really work through that because my mm-hmm. therapist showed me or, you know, pointed out to me how I was really just, you know, stalling. Like, you know, you, you knew what you wanted a long time ago. You just didn't know it was okay. Mm-hmm. You had, you know what I'm saying? You see how them respectability politics yes. creep in. I mean, it creeps in. Though. It creeps in. Even like fiscally, like, you know, like financially. Mm-hmm. I've been saving my money and being responsible. And it's like, you know, even then, even now, like, mm-hmm. I have been working with the, you know, the team to get these renovations done. And I had real anxiety around whether or not I should do this. Was it the right time? Was I being frivolous? And it was like, mm-hmm. do you have the money? Yes. Full stop. So <laughs> you do. Do you want to do it? Do yes. you want to do okay. it? Hey, yes. So do it. Like that's cool. It's totally cool. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're not acting irresponsibly. You're not spending money. You ain't got um, you you know and so I literally had to work myself through this and it and for mm-hmm. me and that's everybody's you know different so it may be easy for people to just make decisions but I I've been I thought about this a lot and I tweeted about this last week how indecision is a is a, is a way that my anxiety manifests itself mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. sort of spin my mind will spin around on all possible outcomes and, and if I'm not careful I can do that for months 
and weeks and years mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing. Just like, oh, I think I want to mm-hmm. do this, but I'm not really sure. I'm still thinking about it. And I'm still thinking about it. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, what's what's stopping you from doing what you think you want to do? And so I'm walk, walking myself through this and... Uh, I like to tell myself that I'm doing this and I'm trying to live in a way to, that would, would, would make my grandma proud of me. And I'm not saying she would agree because I, <laughs> I don't know if my grandma would think all the things that I think are amazing well, no. are amazing. No, 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 no. not at all. Actually. But I do think that she would respect that this is my house and I'm doing what I want to do in it. And that is... That is the whole point. So that was a long intro. I'm so sorry. I rambled a bit, but I you lo- know, no, it's I been a while that. since we've caught up. Yes, indeed. I know. Yes, indeed. And I'm just, I just, this zhuzh behind you. And I know you feel good up in this new space with these new digs and all this shit happening. And I just think it's a beautiful way to honor your grandmother. It's a, you, you know, everybody, everybody can't come through and make a foundation out of nowhere, but you can do small things like celebrating your liberation in honor of the fact that maybe certain members of your family, your ancestors or whoever were not able to celebrate theirs. Didn't get to do Um, it. And those are things we can be grateful for. And it doesn't have to be big. Like I'm I'm talking about things that are maybe larger investments, but even things like dyeing your hair or you know yeah. taking the risk you know what i'm saying Letting like your if, babies paint their fingernails you know what i'm saying like it's not fucking grown <laughs> <laughs> like, you know just doing dumb. you know taking doing the things that you want want to do and knowing that it's okay for you to make mm-hmm. make de- make decisions make choices that are that are for you we have been conditioned as women to think about everybody else and we really have yep. to teach and train ourselves to do things for ourselves like that's yeah and so did i tell you about going and get noah's hair braided before we went on vacation Mm-mm. so i go get noah's hair braided and i'm like um she's like i want purple i want purple braids okay i said okay you can get purple braids then and so we're in there and i was like by the way she wants purple braids and they were like okay we'll go pick the purple or whatever and this lady and then she's like oh purple braids huh and I said, well, isn't it better for a nine-year-old to get purple braids than a 50-year-old to get purple <laughs> braids? I was like, is nine not the time to get pink and purple and yellow and whatever colors you want in your head because you are young and that's what you can do? I was like, is that not, I was like, is this not the time? I was like, how old are you, miss? She didn't want to tell me. I said, I didn't think so. I said, but you're too damn old for purple braids now, aren't you? I was like, this is when you should be letting somebody get some purple Ooh, fucking braids in their head. that's good to me. She shut up. But. I'm sure she did. <laughs> right quick. I, I just, you know, I just want us to get away from, oh, hot pink is too grown. Red is too. It is only like there. I guarantee you the seven year old who wants to put the red nail polish on is not thinking about you know, uh, anybody who is in sex work right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they're likening red nails to sex work anymore like they was doing before. And, you know, I, we, you need to stop putting that on children. <laughs> like, let the little girl and paint her nails right. She all, likes yes. it. And, I mean, like, let, let's stop. Like, we need to start reframing um, all this respectability stuff that causes... To me, to me, it misplaces the responsibility, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of making um, 
little girls grown for doing X, Y, Z. Let's make like men who are attracted to, to little girls the problem or also something. That. Like let's reframe. Like let's ref, let's let's instead of you know. And and I'm not saying. I'm thinking about like you know, in church modesty, all of these things that we were sort of trained to do, and not just in church, but even I think about even in my house. Um, I was the only girl. I had a brother and all boy cousins, and I think about mm-hmm. how. Uh, my 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 brother and all my cousins they were allowed to walk around the house in their drawers, mm-hmm. shirtless, just free as a bird. Yep. But every year I got a bathrobe for Christmas, and I was yep. always being fussed at for not having my robe on. And I was home too, right? <laughs> so so right. so like reframing that uh narrative around yep. little little girls having to and responsibility you know be and yeah. i'm not saying you know just actually having having more healthy and complex re- conversations about bodies and body image and that kind of thing so that all of this pressure to to not like you know and and false victim blaming around certain things, right? Like the attention that if you get, if you get attention from an older man, it's not because you address a certain kind of way. It's because that older man has a problem. Yes. And that is, he has no business looking at a little girl, regardless of what she's wearing. Um, So I I just hope that we can, can start to, I feel like I'm not doing a good job of articulating this, but I want us to sort of reframe. I want to reframe that, that narrative Um, And that's what about we talk about all the time. You know, we want to be our moms, but, you know, 2.0. This we are we are changing it. When you know better, you do better. And and having more uh, complex uh, conversations with our young people about body Mm -hmm. politics and Mm -hmm. body image and having Mm -hmm. making it okay, creating containers where those kind of conversations are welcomed and mm-hmm. um, nourished as opposed to sort of frowned upon. That's where we get healthy ideas from. That's how we get our babies walking around with a healthy understanding of who they are and what their yeah. worth and value is. And that it's not contingent upon, you know, what color their hair is, what texture their hair is and that kind of thing. Yeah. I love that yeah, purple braids agreed. for the baby. Go ahead. Purple braids for the babies, pink nails for the babies. You know what I'm saying? Let them do the colorful things. They love Jojo Siwa and whoever the fuck else. Lisa Frank. I don't know if the girls still like Lisa Frank, but I... (laughs) I will always... You know that... Yes, I will die on that hill. Have a soft spot. But you know what? And, you know, it's crazy because, you know, little white girls are not judged for having little pink pigtails and stuff. No, they're not. Nor are they judged for, you know, their mothers let them get their hair braided on vacation. Exactly. And, you know, put beads in their shit and all that. You know, me and Tristan was up there like... Cause he, you know, we, you know us in our conversation. Child. And so we sitting on the resort and he looking at some of these people, he goes, I bet they won't get their motherfucking hair braided on a Wednesday, wherever the fuck they from. <laughs> he was like, I don't like this. I don't like this vacation hair. I don't. <laughs> I know that's right, brother. I was like, we don't like it either. And yet I know like, that's I don't like right. them sitting between some black lady's legs, getting their hair braided. He's like, I don't. <laughs> I know that's right. I was like, I know that's right. I don't like it either. I don't like it either. 
Does my black life matter outside of here? But anyway, that's another conversation. <laughs> you can braid my hair, little, but does my black you, life matter? Can, oh, okay. Can, you gonna braid? You gonna get your hair braided in Ohio? Okay, Kate, are you gonna do that? Are you gonna get your hair braided in, in Oregon or in Milwaukee or wherever the hell you're from? Or are you just gonna get it braided on vacation where none of your people can see it? We don't like it. We do um, not. But we have trash to get into. And so I think we should go in that direction. Let's do it. If you're anything like me, when you're booking brunch or dinner at a restaurant, you're pouring over lists and lists of reviews. You're checking to see how the service is, obviously what the food tastes like, the cleanliness levels, just details. So why not do the same when you're booking a doctor's appointment? With ZocDoc, you can see real, verified patient reviews to help find the right doctor in your network and in your neighborhood. After all, finding the right doctor is just as, if not more, important than finding the right plate of eggs Benedict. Debatable, but yes, also yes. <laughs> ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. The mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Since you can read verified patient reviews from real people when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com and find the doctor that is right for you and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com grown and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com slash grown. ZocDoc.com slash grown. It's time for the trash. It's time. It's been a while since we have gathered here in the pile of basura. Um, We're going to keep the trash light this week because our whole kitchen table is full of trash. (laughs) Chock full. But, you know, a couple of things have happened in this world uh, that we will address. My Um, Lord. The Queen of England died. Yes, she did. And uh, niggas showed their asses. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. It has been. I mean, the carrying. There's been carrying on. Lots and lots of carrying on. Mm-hmm. And then you guys are you know, really having more, a time. Even more than than us <laughs> are the Irish. Oh, well, yes. Which is kind of fascinating to me. I mean, I know the I know a bit of the complex history there between all of that, but I also was like, "Huh, okay, but you know, <laughs> it's it's entertaining." Um, you know, Argentinian uh n- news anchors, they popped bubbly on screen, and I know that a Did lot they? of people also <laughs> felt ways. Oh, yes, honey, the clip from that was Fully in Spanish, and I was cackling. Jeez. Um, all I know is I turned it on, and the first thing I heard, La Junta, and I, I just like, oh my God. Wow. Okay. 
I had Whoa. to <laughs> I had to take a beat okay. because I was um weeping. But you know, a lot of people felt ways about people's celebrations and online, you know, jokes and so forth and so on. Said it was insensitive and this, that, and the third. And whatever. Like, you all need to look at the history of not only the monarch itself, but of some of the things that happened while this particular lady sat in the position that she sat in. Uh, the shit that she has allowed to happen, uh, the shit that she has aided and been complicit in in assisting. Um, and not too long ago, she she uh, gave, you know, accolades to somebody who was part of her military and, and, and led in torturing various countries. And so... You know, you've got genocide and you got incest and you've got rape and you've got racism and you've got a number of issues there. And people, they, they like we talk about, they want to be oppressed. They come through. This is not empathy. Well, it's definitely not empathy when you are fully placing an attack on people's whole countries. It's not empathy when you are... Um, excusing the disgusting behavior of what you represent. And so I, you know, laughed at the memes. They were very funny. And, um, you know, I don't think anybody's saying, nope, I don't, I don't know what they're saying. And you know what? That's okay. Because people are allowed to feel exactly how they want to feel. And I think there ain't nothing wrong with that. And hold people accountable. Let their feet come to the fire. Everybody's not meant to be remembered in this great and awesome and fantastic way because everybody's just not fucking awesome. And she wasn't an awesome lady. Well, I just, she was a terrible just, human being. It's just fascinating to me how, um, I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier about like respect and respectability um, mm-hmm. and how often that those those things respectability is at odds with the truth. I'm just in a yep. in a season. I just feel like we have uh, a responsibility um, to embrace complex thought. We have yeah. to get out of this place of trying to keep up appearances and decorum and, you know, all of these things that are about a facade of niceness when, you know, things like truth and integrity are compromised. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. uh, being able to recognize that two truth, two things can be true at one time <laughs> is a sign of capacity to to understand complicated things and and that's mm-hmm. something that we should embrace not run from i want i always want us to be a thinking people not people yep. who are sheep and who are just you know just blindfully bl- blindly and and just you know listening and following i want us to to be a thinking a thinking questioning critical people um and yep. to recognize the truth that who the queen was and what she represented, uh, you know, are not, like you said, like this is, they are at odds with the values 
that we hold dear, the things that we celebrate, the things that we cherish, the things that are important to us, uh, like liberty and freedom and acknowledging the humanity of every human, regardless of their Mm -hmm. identity. Um, Those are not like she what she stood for, you know, was at odds with those things. And, you know, we can say that she passed away and we can be I can be I'll speak for myself. I can be sad for her family who may be grieving her loss, people who ha- who knew her personally and may be grieving the loss of her life. But I can also acknowledge the truth of, you know, the facts, the, the reality of the history that she willfully participated in and the times where she could have spoke up and she didn't. Um, and so, you know, that's just what it is. And I don't think. And on that, the other hand, I cannot be sad. And, well, and I'm, listen, <laughs> And and all of that is fine. All of all that of is, it is fine. fine. All of that is fine. Um, you know, and it's a it's a personal choice. I'm not saying I'm not, you know, I don't I'm not one of those people that is grieving the life grieving her because I don't I don't know her. She was not my queen. I do not, mm-hmm. you know, align with or No, uh, but you just lost your grandmother. So, so there's, I, you a, know, there's a I, level. You know, of, and that's why I know. said on Instagram, you know, Harry and them lost their grandmama and you know, for that I can relate to what that is like and you know your grandmother being a public figure all of that but whatever um i can also you know recognize that you know the imperialistic origin of the monarchy and everything that she Rep the institution that she represented, that she was literally the face of, is also responsible for the genocide of many people who looked like me. And I, I can absolutely, I can absolutely say that that is a fact. That's not something you know that we cannot just skirt over that. That's something that she will have to account for. And so, yes, but. Y'all have no chill and I have enjoyed you. <laughs> I have enjoyed you. I have I have been entertained. And I just love oh. that. You know, I think that black people we have a way of we find laughter in all things. That is all our coping things. mechanism. This is how <laughs> we have survived life in this world that has been insistent upon you know, taking us out. And so, yeah, I fully embrace that. And I think laughing is a part of my culture. And that's what I did. <laughs> that's and, that, what and, that, doing. and that's what I'm going to do. And <laughs> let me just tell like I told that's what I'm going to do. And when a person plays, you know, you you play clown ass games, you go into the circus. And so that's just what it is. The lady Monique said the lady do clownery. When you do clownery, the clown comes back to bite. That's what she said. It's so, it's so <laughs> therefore, you know, it's coming Did back to bite. Did she eat the words, life. honey? I mean, with some lorries. <laughs> As she sat up there in her fucking bathrobe. <laughs> and, I, and, and her ponytail. And shamed. <laughs> and shamed women shamed all over America. Everybody all over America Jeez, in the airports and for rice. wearing fluffy I'm slippers. I'm telling you. And, do rags or whatever. What a oh, time Monique. to be alive. Oh, Monique. Oh, oh, oh. Um, but that's what happened with, with the Queen of England. And that um, is that on that. Yes. Uh, and news that we feel deeply about. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, 
currently, you know that there is a Mississippi water crisis happening oh, right now. Um, specifically in Jackson, Mississippi, they are dealing with uh, a, they're on boil notice. Um, and the water that is coming out of their pipes is atrocious. It mm. should not be consumed, should not be bathed in, it should not be even boiled. I don't even understand how anybody could consume that. It looks literally like root beer coming out of out of the faucet. Literally root A-N-W root beer coming out that's of the what faucet. it is. And you know, it's just really, really awful that we live in a country that can donate so much money to other white people somewhere else in the world and cannot do the things to fix what needs to be fixed here at home in Flint, in Mississippi, and and, and so forth and so on, in the justice system. And but the fact that something as uh, mm. basic of a necessity as water literally is not safe um, in a predominantly black community is just continues to show the level of care that they have uh, or don't for have. us as a people or mm-hmm. don't have. And so if you have any resources um, for any donation links or for water or where we can donate water. Please hit up Getting Grown so that we can shout those resources out and do what we can. For sure. Um, you know, because I don't know what to do. And so I ask for help. You know, sometimes we have to do that. So, uh, yeah, if you have resources for how to assist in the Mississippi water crisis, please, please contact us and let us know. Um, in lighter news, Kia brought it to my attention that the Emmys are happening tonight. Yes. And it's so interesting that as we were chatting, I was like, well, where has our young Queen Zendaya been? I don't know where she is. We haven't seen her. Popped out. She hasn't been gracing us with with her wonderful presence. Um, and lo and behold, Mama's popped up looking like, it's like little black Audrey Hepburn I mean, realness. it's just such... She's having such a season. She's having such an iconic season to be so young. Yeah. And I really do enjoy watching this, this, her blossom. I feel like she's blooming and I love that for Zendaya. I just, when I tell you I root for this girl. I do too. Now granted, in in the vein of black people laughing, one of my funniest, 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 most favorite tweets is all the mixed people look sad on campus today did something happen to Zendaya <sighs> and what that okay. will forever that be one, one got of the funniest <laughs> <laughs> what it's one of my favorite tweets <laughs> all the mixed people look sad on campus today did something Ooh, happen to Zendaya Jesus <laughs> and, 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 and I'm sorry. terrible <laughs> why are y'all like this For my personal amusement. Help me understand why you are this way. That's just like you saw the you saw the back to um not to revisit, but you saw the videos, all the videos that folks were making about uh you know that tweet where this girl said, I told my mama the queen passed, and she said, Let's (laughs) Let's 
And there was one young lady on Instagram that they was like, Latifah? She was like, no. They were like, Beyonce? Like, she kept going. She was like, Diana Ross. They were like, no, of England. She was like, Adele? I do love us. I think that is. When I tell you, Mamas went on for three TikToks. She did. She did. And was crying. I mean, she she (laughs) stayed in character. (laughs) Did the tears. Oh, God. I mean, she went deep. Who are you talking about? She was like, Felicia Rashad? That girl said, Ashanti. <laughs> Who has never been the queen of anything. What? Anything. What is she Ashanti. the queen of? Baby hair? Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> mm. That's a conversation I won't get into Well, right Lord. Now. Well, let's move forward um, then. Okay, so the Emmys. Zendaya. Okay, so let's is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Is Zendaya? I, call, I think it's Zendaya. Okay, I just don't want to be... I mean, the people will correct me, I'm sure, but... I feel like it's Zendaya. I think that's what she t- said. Yes. Zendaya. I, I, with her black ass daddy. Quinta looked I mean, f- I am enjoying Quinta Jane. Yes, I gave her that middle name. That's not her real name. That's fine. Quinta Jane Brunson. I am enjoying mm-hmm. Quinta. I am. I am. Quinta Nicole uh, Brunson. Yes. Yeah. Out yeah. here. I'm thoroughly enjoying her. This Dolce & Gabbana it is a glow original up. with the sheer sleeves. Oh. And yesterday she was having a a, mom, a gloved moment. I need to figure out where that was. I put it on my stories, but I, she had a little white. It was like oh, a this, little mod. This is a sheer glove, honey. This is, She's oh, I saw glove. that. Yes. She had, I like, saw it had, that. Yes. The little mod moment it was giving. I was like, come on through here, Quinta. Quinta is giving it to us, okay? She is giving it. I don't know who styled her. Let's see who and styled listen, her. Listen, now, now, have you seen, what's the little boy from Everybody Hates Chris? I have to stop calling him a little boy. That's a grown Tyler. man. Yes. What's, is that his name? Tyler? Now, did you see that he down to the Emmys in a B. Arthur pant? Did you see this okay, wide-legged pant? Okay, let me see. Tyler, what's his name? I don't know. I have to stop calling him. <laughs> Is it, where did you see it at? I saw it on, um, let me look, wait, let me see. I think I saw it on Twitter. I was looking on the. It's like, cause it's not on the fashion. Let me find it. But he got these B. Arthur Golden Girls pants on. It's giving. Let me, speaking of which, you know who else had on a Zhuzhi fit for the Emmys? Um, Did you watch Euphoria? No, but I know who you talking about. Coleman Domingo. Yes, indeed. He, he played Rue's like uh, sponsor or whatever. Papa came down in a mesh shirt with a choker. Come uh, on. A collar. Tyler James gold. Williams is his name. Tyler James Williams. I knew it was a Tyler. Let me name. see. Tyler James. Tyler James Williams. Emmys. Okay, come through with the bell bottom. <laughs> it's giving. It's giving, Mr. He said, Sandman. Beyonce didn't invite me to her skating party, but I'm coming anyway. Bring me a dream. Come Make through, Make him the cutest man. that I've ever seen. Who's this young man? Stay fly. Who's that? Did he style him? Yeah. Oh, do it. Do it. Do it. Yes. 
Look at it. Look at he's nominated. He's good. nominated for um for Abbott Elementary. Yes, outstanding supporting actor in a comedy series. I love that. I hope he wins. Laverne Cox came through looking like she, she it looked like a black Madonna. Yes, this is a John Paul Gaultier. It's giving. I'm mm, enjoying it. It's giving Gaultier. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. I okay. And then who was this? I don't know Laura Linney. I don't know. I don't you, know. So you've got I don't know her either. Elle Fanning. Who the hell is that? Keep going. Ciao. Okay, Robin Thede. She's giving us 1999 prom realness. The 1999. Realness. Oh lord. I mean, oh, go look at it. It's a baby blue. It's giving. It's giving a Robin's egg blue oh. uh, with a slit and a sash thing around her neck. Um, mm. I don't know who. I don't know this white man. Who's this? Zendaya's dress has pockets. I live. Ugh. There's new white people that I've never heard of. So many. So many. So many. Yes. So many new ones. Okay, Christina Ricci is out here again. Come on, Wednesday Adams. Yes, Wednesday Adams. Yes. Sydney Sweeney, she played in Handmaid's Tale as well as Euphoria. She's giving us Grandma's Couch. Keenan um, Thompson is hosting. Shirley Ralph. Now, did you see Shirley Ralph giving the girl Let a me look thigh, at Cheryl. a moment in Let thigh. me look at Cheryl because, you know, Cheryl does not disappoint. I mean, me the legendary. Cheryl. I'm so glad that she's finally getting getting her flowers because she is. Before I mean, they are late. Cheryl? They are late to Let the party. Let me see her outfit. Where's her outfit? She didn't post it yet. I'm she's about so to. Um, I'm about to. Um, dated. Let me send you this. <laughs> I'm just going to text you this. Um, Cheryl's like me. She's like, I'm going to post after the event, but at weeks after. <laughs> I just sent you a tweet with her uh, ensemble. Yeah, let me see. Send me the twat. <laughs> Send me the twat. Send me the twat. <laughs> Send me the twat. It's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you are so childish. The realness. Okay, you sent me a tweet. Let me look. Oh, no, you didn't send it to me yet. I did. You did? Where'd you send it? I, t- I texted it to you. Oh, you texted it to me. Wonderful. Oh, who is this? Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh! Yes, honey. Cheryl! Give us. Cheryl said, I'm coming in Halloween Monet Exchange. Yes. E- e- and Ele- Sandra O. Oh. Come on, Dr. Christina Yang. Even though she would probably punch me in the face if I call her that. She don't want no parts. <laughs> Grey's Anatomy can't y'all ever see, again. Can't y'all see Monet Exchange wearing this outfit that Hell Cheryl yeah. had on? All the way down to the, I mean, All especially the, down to that, you see that bedazzled ponytail? This is what I'm saying right now, <laughs> sister. Even the stand, Cheryl Lee Roth is skinny. standing like Monet Exchange. She is. Absolutely. Yes. I love this. Oh, this makes me so happy. I love seeing, and I don't know where else to look for people's looks, but... Oh wait, they keep popping up. We have a few more. Okay, Sarah Lizzo, Lizzo looks with really her good. New haircut. Lizzo looks good down to the Emmys. Lizzo's been everywhere. I don't know who Ariana DeBose is. No, so I don't. She either, also is but... giving us prom realness. Who's Julia Garner, and why does she look so? Julia sad? Garner. That name sounds familiar. I've seen her on the Fashion Bomb Daily. Angela Bassett is on the red carpet, stunning in yellow, stunning. Oh, Chrissy Teigen's coming back out, huh? Okay, well, hey, Chrissy. Anthony Anderson. Issa Rae, Issa Rae in black and white, ladies and gentlemen. Wait, I kind of like this Carrie, this Carrie um, Washington look. I, I don't like, like this them black, black stockings cream. because I'm me. 
I'm not a black stockings with the white dress. That's I'm not as it's a no for me. But you know, let me. I I know I know you hate it. I know you hate it. I'm Issa. Where's Issa? I'm about to send you another tweet with Issa. Okay. Issa looks good, 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 good. The three dots are coming up. Okay, let's. Oh wait, look. no. You have to go to this. Uh, click this link and it. Oh, will... here we go. I see it. Yes. It, it's four different pictures. Okay, Natasha. Yes, Kelly. Yes. Come on, Issa, with this blunt bob. Do you see? It's giving. Oh, I'm loving the it. The bob is bobbing. Yes, the bob is bobbing yes. for apple picking season. Fall is upon us, okay? Okay. It's giving Bobbiana. Okay? It's giving me apples, honey. It's giving me <laughs> caramel covered in peanuts. Yes, it's giving harvest, honey. Giving Bobby. Giving Bobbiana. Child, I love this. Bust down, Bobbiana. Bust, bust down. down. <laughs> bust down, Bobbiana. <laughs> I bust down. I bust down. Well, that I so you know what? Then maybe we'll cut if there are any good looks that are worth us talking about, we'll discuss them next week. Yes, indeed. You guys send but, us to tweet us, tweet us the links. Tweet uh, us but the for goodies. me, my front runners. Are Zendaya, Quinta Jane, and Issa Rae? They're my front runners. These are the best. I'm gonna dressed go with those girls. three. Yeah, I'm. That's I'm what I'm gonna go so with as here well. for all of these looks. Zendaya is is winning because that beautiful. Um, is this? I, I feel like who is the dress by? It's vintage somebody, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's vintage. Um, hold on. Hold I don't on. know who Lily James is either. Clueless. It is uh, it it is vintage Valentino. Oh, we live and die. Mm-mm. We do. In oh LA. Yes. yes, this always makes me miss my fave Andre Leon Talley. Oh my God, because he would be up here. I love how he has a, a, a an opinion yes. for everyone's look, and yet yes. he will be there in the comforter. He would be there, honey, in an Afghan. Do you hear me? And I Rest mean, down peace. to the he would be giving Zendaya Queen. all of the life. Yes, Miss Zendaya. Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the pockets. I, I love, love the, the cinch at the waist. Oh my god! Oh, it's just fabulous. It's fabulous. It's fabulous. Is what it is. Giving me everything. This that is I need. what it is. This is exactly what fashion is supposed to be, darling. That's yes. what it is. Exactly what it is. It's what it is. She understood the assignment. Fulfilled it completely. Understood it. Yes, understood indeed. it. Now bring me my French onion soup. Yes, Post-haste. French onion soup. <laughs> you ladies have a beautiful afternoon. <laughs> We speak your name, Andre Leon we miss Talley. You. We speak your name. We, miss we do. You. We do. So that was the trash this week. We got a little shout out to get to, and then we have some fun at the kitchen table. So follow us there. Here we go. My sister's popping right now. I got a couple of shout outs for y'all this week. Um, I'm very excited. So the first one. We want to shout out uh, friends to the show. Um, we've been on their show. They've been on ours. And they are having a little live show, a little tour going on. That would be Jamila and Erica of Good Moms, All Bad right. Choices. Right. Okay. So, you know, if you are if you need a little girls night out and, you know, you want to go see two sex positive mothers talk their shit and have a good time and bring you cocktails and experience 
experiences and stories and you never know what you're going to get out of my girls Erica and Jamila then you need to hit up the Good Moms Bad Choices live show um, it kicks off in Chicago on September 22nd and then they are coming here to New York Philly Atlanta and DC so I'll put the link in the description box I just wanted to show a little love um, and make sure you guys check that out so you can get your tickets to the live show and then so you asked me what I did for my birthday and I'll go into a little bit more detail in the black woman self-care segment but I went to the Synergy Spa that would be Synergy with a C uh, here in Brooklyn and Fort Greene um, black woman owned I love that boutique spa experience I will like I said I'll get into a little bit more detail about my experience in the self-care but when I tell you if you are local to the area and you need a day of quiet pampering where you can go and sit with yourself and your thoughts and reflect and just be treated like the queen king or queen that you are yes hit up the Synergy Spot. I had a lovely, lovely, lovely experience. And the oh, fact that um, it was a Black-owned and Black woman-owned spot literally only made it that much better. So I will post that information in the description box. And again, if you are interested in hearing about that, make sure you stay tuned in for the self-care segment. Um, and all of, those, all of those links will be in the description box. So... Please check them out. Sister, do you have anybody you'd like to shout out or do you want to mosey into this kitchen table? We can mosey on. I'll save my shout outs for next week. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You don't need a summer getaway to transport yourself. Book your smooth escape with the wax experts at European Wax Center. This summer, whether you're going far away or sticking closer to home, the relaxed, confident feeling you're dreaming of is closer than you think. Just visit your local European Wax Center. When you visit European Wax Center, you get the best by the best. Their certified wax specialists are expertly trained in prepping, protecting, and pampering your skin. The European Wax Center online booking system makes getting a reservation simple and straightforward. You can also use the EWC app to book your waxing service. The secret is their signature comfort wax. It's a proprietary blend of beeswax sourced from Europe and other skin soothing ingredients that allows us to remove hair easily for a virtually pain-free experience. I personally am going on vacation this summer, but whether I'm sticking close to home or I'm going away, which I finally get to do, very excited, I've definitely booked my appointments at the European Wax Center. And the wonderful thing is that I was able to do it online. It was easy. It was simple. It was direct. It was everything that I need with my busy schedule. And I know that I'm going to go in and have a beautiful experience by experts. Book your smooth escape with the experts at European Wax Center. Make a reservation today. Your first wax is free. The days are warming up and summer joy is on the rise. It's time to shine with Black-owned products from Target. Adulting is all about self-care and we are all about skin care down to the kitchen table on getting grown. So make sure you're protecting that melanin glow with some Black Girl Sunscreen, honey. One of my personal faves. Humidity-proof your hair with Myel Organics Sculpting Custard and stay hydrated in the summer. Heat with Defy Water. When you invest in yourself, you're investing in what's next for the Black community. You and the community together are Black beyond measure. Here's a question for you. What have you always wanted to try? Give it, give it some real thought. I personally have always wanted to try archery. I think I'd be very good at it. 
Gold Peak Real Brew Tea is here to unleash your thirst for trying. So take this as your sign to say yes. Opt in. Go for it. Because trying is what life is all about. Try Gold Peak, the taste that's worth the try. So as I said earlier, we are going to talk about problematic lyrics. We're going to talk um, about all of the songs that, you know, we have just been tapping our toes to through down through the years. And when we stop and think about the lyrics, it's like, say what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we had some. uh we put out a tweet and some uh, Instagram posts to get some audience engagement. And as always, you guys push through with your thoughts and um, some of your problematic faves. We'll start with our our friend, our bestie to the show, uh, Latoya, whose yes, uh, whose problematic lyric came from Beyonce. Yes, let us all. Who is a running theme? Let's journey back to uh, the four album, I believe, that featured a song entitled "Rather Die Young." Cause I'd rather die young than live my life with. I'd rather rather not live at all. (laughs) I mean, a good old ugly scream. Now wait a minute. Exactly. Right. Because I remember we were at the Roseland Ballroom when she when she did that concert at the Roseland Ballroom. I remember Latoya was standing on that couch. Beyonce was wailing <laughs> that song at the top of her lungs. And Latoya said, wait a minute, I would rather not die young. Excuse me, Beyonce. I would rather not die young. Are you kidding? You know me, XD say, we are not ride or dies. We are ride oars. Do you Correct. hear me? Ellipses. Like, you're not going to do this to me. I would rather not. I, I'd rather not live at life. Rather not live at all. Wait one minute, sir. Whatever you choose to do with your life, sir, is your business. But my intention here Listen. is to continue pushing forward. Listen. <laughs> And you can make whatever choices you need to make. And I will live with the outcome. I will not die. (laughs) No, I will not die. I will will not not die. die. I will not die. I will live. No. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. So I will not be your Shirley. I will not be your Bonnie. I will not be your Mary. No. I will not be your Wiz. Certainly. Certainly. I mean, Um, no under no circumstances and by no means whatsoever. Do you have one that you'd like? Which is a nice transition. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. um, Which was actually one of my wedding songs. You know, we had a, a a little DJ set that we danced to. Yes, you did. And one of them was, you know, New York's favorite method man and Mm -hmm. Mary's you're all I need to get by. For sure. And I, you know, as I sit here and I think about it now, as we are of a particular age, you're not all I need to get by. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're absolutely and we not. Can, I, we can also <laughs> throw in the song from which this song was sampled. We can throw in Marvin Gaye's and Tammy Terrell's version as well. Oh, absolutely. We can throw in Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Love him. In the bed. But he had some issues. Yes, indeed. <laughs> 
Like sweet morning dew. Indeed. I took one look at you. Yes. And it was plain to see you were my destiny. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a second. She said. You mean to tell me that your blueprint for life that was set up. (laughs) A spirit said that this nigga is your destiny. Wow. It's not anything else. Yes, indeed. You are my destiny. It said, mm. with Iffy. arms open wide, I threw away my pride. Away my pride. I'll uh-huh. sacrifice my life to you. For you, dedicate, dedicate my life. Wait a second. Yeah. And then the nigga comes through. I got to love Jones for your body and your skin tone. Like, do you hear how the these are not on the same? Right. Level? We're not on the same. We're not on the same wavelength. Okay. Yeah. We are okay. unevenly yoked. Mary said, Mary said she will dedicate her life. Okay. Met the man said five minutes alone. I'm already on the bone. Wait a second. We're not. Yeah. We're on different pages. Yeah. We're not in the same yeah, book. We're totally. We're not in the same totally book at all. We're not. Mm-hmm. No. That's no. not what's happening. We're, we're years apart right now, nigga. <laughs> if we want to, I mean, I would like to throw back. So let's go. Uh, so we had some some uh, audience participation down to the Twitter. I love uh, that. At Shack Attack Zero. Uh, uh, through the, made a, a hard pass to the queen, Shirley Murdoch, right? Mm. For it's as the we saddest lay. woman in R&B. Absolutely. For as we lay. Right. We forgot to face one simple fact that we both belong to someone uh-huh. else uh-huh. as we slept the night away. Uh-huh. I would like to as push the envelope slept. further. And I can recall mm-hmm. that I was in the in middle school and mm-hmm. some young lady sung as we lay at the mm-hmm. talent you show. Just said <laughs> and I just want to know what adult allowed mm. I mean we as children were singing along at this point Kelly Price had re-released the song which is the second saddest woman in R&B because also <laughs> Kelly Price not only did she remake Shirley Murder why would you remake the saddest woman in R&B songs Kelly Price came through right after that with friend of mine and I remember um, one of my cousins my cousin Stacy. I was listening to a friend of mine. Maybe I was singing it. And she said, do you hear what you are singing? <laughs> she left She's like, do y'all trifling that is? <laughs> I will never forget. <laughs> she was a friend of mine. She left with my left man. With my man. She, she lied. lied. And she cheated. Cheated. And took you all took I all had. took all I had. Yes, she, she was, was a friend. A friend she used of mine. what she knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she used yes. what she knew. She lied and she cheated and left me what confused, and confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Yes. <laughs> Just awful. Um, let's see. Uh, Lucky Lefty Eleven uh, threw in Michael's whole monologue at the end of End of the Road by Boys to Men. Remember all those times that night when you would run out with that other fella? Baby, I knew about oh it. I just God. didn't care. Excuse me? Oh, <laughs> said no nigga ever. What? No, no man ever right. said that. <laughs> Are you what kidding? What do you mean? The fragility of those egos? Excuse do you me? Really I'm think? like, now you know somebody is lying. If a okay? nigga thinks you sniffing in another nigga's Hello? direction. He's pissing on your foot. He's what do you mean? He's absolutely lying to you. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay. That's absolutely untrue. 
I posted this story the other day where at this restaurant, some uh, uh, in the men's bathroom, someone had punched the wall, so they were clearly upset. Mm. The staff framed the punch and then wrote in the corner with a sharpie like it was art and put male fragility artist unknown. And then the year. I love that kind of carrying on. You know, that just brings me joy. I love the, it, this, the, it's the ingenuity for me. It is. It's the ingenuity for me. Ingenuity. It really is. It's the ingenuity for me. Okay, Shantizi, uh, Shantizi on Twitter says through it through it to uh, our fave Aaliyah. Aaliyah was down bad though. Aaliyah was down bad. She was. She said, she "I was. can't sleep without you. Think without you. Eat without you. Speak without you. Be without you. I can't even breathe without you. I can't feel without you. Deal without you. Spend without you. My whole world is upside." down that sounds like, like that. dependence that is it <laughs> is not a relationship it is it is dependence and and that is not something that we ought to be ought to be doing i would be you alarmed know, if somebody said that to me i would be it would be a red flag i don't wanna be be without you be without you i don't wanna go go at you go i don't wanna leave Sing. Be without you, live. Sure, I, don't I don't wanna, wanna be, be alone. alone we ought to be alone sometimes yeah, we need to actually. Some, like, yeah, I told to you, I was alone, alone yesterday for you need the day, to have and that. it was You've amazing. Got to have that you cannot. I mean, what is she talking about? How Jesus? do you self reflect? What is she talking about? Exactly. I, uh-uh. oh, they they can turn this into a gospel song if they if they want. They to. absolutely. Well, I mean, Jesus is probably the only person that I would say some of these things to. But that's just yeah. me. <laughs> that's just me. I can't sleep without you, think without you, be without you. That's crazy without you, with you. Feel without you, deal without you, spin without you. My spin whole world without is you. Upside. I can always yeah. spin. <laughs> I can what? spin fully without you. I, I have, prefer to spin what? without you, I've actually. I've been spending by myself all I'm my life. I'm tired of you spending kidding? with you. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm actually ready to spend with somebody at this point. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. No, I'd like to. I'm on the side with your grandma. Wow, you bought a couch that only you picked? <laughs> yes, that's my grandma. My grandma was so impressed. She said, you didn't even have to ask nobody. Look at you. You just went on in the store and decided that you want a I black opinion, I'd be like, God damn. She said, I didn't know you could have to order couch. things I where I would, you know, bitches was at home to order in furniture and <laughs> niggas was at the factory. It's so true. That's problematic. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, give me some more. Oh. You got some more? Oh, I have a song for you. Oh, yes, honey. All right. So... You know, back in the day on Jaden XD, we used to have a segment called Fucked Up Song of the Week. Oh, and how fun. that segment started is because I was sitting in my vehicle one day and Donnell Jones came on. Oh. And I said, oh, my jam. And I'm singing it and I'm listening and thinking about it. And I said, this is absolutely a terrible fucking song. Came back to XD, said, we need to do Fucked Up Song of the Week. Mm-hmm. So Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be, is an awful song. <sighs> It's a terrible think about it. So where are we starting? Where are we starting? What okay, in the let's lyrics? See. Okay, let's um, see. Here. Are we starting in the verses? I should have left my baby girl a message. Right there. That's yes. the very first Saying problem I right there. Be you on. left me a fucking message. I thought he said he should have left left her a message. Left, oh yeah, you're right. She left my baby girl a message. Said I won't be coming home. Yes. I'd rather be alone. Yes. She doesn't fully understand, understand me. me. That I'd rather leave. I'd rather leave. 
which that's not so bad. I'd rather you give me the respect of leaving, but also have a conversation with and take some time. I can be the man she needs, but there's a lot of lust inside of me. There we go. There's the problem. And we've been together since our teenagers. And first of all, it's a nigga who only wears hats for me. You can't sing this song to me and you don't take a shower even without your hat. That's the problem within itself. Now, do I, would I rather you have a straight up and down conversation with me and say, girl, I have not experienced some life's things that I want to experience and I want to be honest with you. Yes, I think that is much more mature than you just going out and not giving somebody a choice. Howsomever. Mm, Howsomever. Please fully expect that you may not be able to come back here when we're done here. Where I want to be, where I want to be. Well, go and be where you want to be, because that's where I want you to be, is wherever you want to be. What you got? What you got on your list? Okay, so... Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine, the Jasmine T at the Jasmine T said uh, in uh, Jasmine Sullivan songs, put it down. The lyrics read, he lived with his mama, but I treat him like a king. Oh, yeah. Every time he come around, he got me acting like a fiend. When he be asking me for money, I can never tell him no. Wait a minute, Jasmine. <laughs> oh, and when he say he want to see me, I drop everything to go we've all had a, a penis or two resonance right it, it resonates does not make House it any at less this big age in my life yes i'd we've rather have me a dildy i mean listen i'd rather have me a dildy and i love y'all know i love i love jasmina we, i really we do, do. Uh, i think <clears throat> we love her because her music is so relatable we all have been in this position but yeah, but but I will not be a fiend for your penis, and I will <coughs> not be giving you any money. So sorry about that. I won't ask you for none either. I'm not of that coalition either. Agreed. Okay. Uh, go. You go to work. I go to work. If we're gonna get a, um, so I, so, you know, at first glance, you may not think this is a problematic song, but in my reasoning and in my thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I was sitting here thinking about Queen Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. <clears throat> me, myself, and I. That's all that's I got, all I got in the end. Mm-hmm. That's what I found out. Mm-hmm. And it ain't no need to cry. I took a vow that from now on, I'm now won't, now on, now on, <laughs> I'm going to be my own best friend. <laughs> now on, now on. <laughs> Didn't she say that? Where yes. are your friends? <laughs> Where are your sisters? She gonna be her own where? best friend, Jade. Sometimes you gotta take a vow. This, but you know where this came after. This is her own fault because this came after girl. And I guarantee you, if any of y'all came at me with the lyrics and girl, girl, I would. I can tell you've been crying and you're needing somebody to talk to, girl. I can tell you've been crying and pretending yeah. that he's faithful and he loves you. Like who, girl? girl. <laughs> you don't have to you be, be hiding. 
So how you gonna do? How you gonna tell me you your own best friend, but you coming through with all of this advice? Listen, no, don't you be afraid. Is it Uchi Wally or is it one Mike Beyonce? Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> Which one is it? Where are your friends? Oh God, at Car Plastic Surgery. Oh yes, this this is a black plastic surgeon that listens to the show. I follow her. She's hey, we love that for her. Um, SWV's "You're the One for Me." I know that do, you're somebody do, do, else's do, guy, but I this know feeling, that you're somebody yes. else's guy. Hey, but <laughs> this feeling that I have for you, I can't deny. She doesn't treat you the way you wanna to. Come on, stop running! <laughs> I wanna get with you. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that's a problem. How we can't, we cannot be partaking in the uh, the the downfall of other black women. Yes, okay, do, do not. That. If you it's know no. that you are alley ooping no. somebody else's nigga, yes. that's not what you want in your life, beloved. Don't do that to another yes, black woman. Indeed. And we've all made mistakes, self included. I'm Awful. not acting like I have never. I am. I'm squeaky clean. But at th- at this juncture in our lives, let's be in intentional about not doing harm to the to, to another black woman <laughs> okay make atonement for whatever you've done in the past Indeed. um you, we i saw this several times and i had it on my own list mm-hmm. um and everybody talks about the ending we can definitely talk about the ending but the song starts off problematic and disrespectful and that would be tupac's yes. hit him up everyone that's why that. i fucked your bitch you fat motherfucker take money Whoa. First off, fuck your bitch in the click you claim. Clearly. <laughs> like the whole song immediately. And then if we go into the lyrics of the ending in which you all brought this up, I'm just going to go through. Um, another problem that was on this track is that, you know, every time you 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 put in a Brave Hearts with Nas or, you know, any of these other niggas, they just don't be as good. Um, but... In the ending, in the outro, Tupac Shakur tells us, now you tell me who won. I see them, they run. Ha 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 ha. They don't want to see us. Whole junior mafia clique dressing up, trying to be us. How the fuck they going to be the mob when we always on our job? We millionaires. Killing it ain't fair, but somebody got to do it. Oh yeah, mob deep. You want to fuck with us, you little young ass motherfuckers? I'm sorry, that was one of my favorite lines. And the next line was actually the problematic one. He called out one of their illnesses and that was not right oh no um and then all of the i'm actually not gonna go into the rest of that you all can go read those lyrics yourself but the end of hit him up tupac was high key extremely problematic in the words of the young people no cap um and yeah go go take a look at that yourself and one of the funniest tiktoks i've ever seen thus far was the young lady who said she was coming from the pov of the backup singers on hit em up and as tupac was getting into this outro and she's doing the take money <laughs> all the reactions to everything he's saying oh it's God. like whoa this nigga is wild <laughs> i have that same like speaking of reactions this i may have talked about this on the show once before but every time i get into my mood where i want to listen to biggie mm, oh 
I mm. always find myself in a pearl clutch. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and I think what what stunned what I'm stunned by the most is that thinking about my 13, 14 year old self rapping along to these lyrics just mindlessly not even recognizing oh yeah you so fine i suck on your daddy's dick holy that is wild but all of these things but you know the one that i i literally feel the worst about was dreams Mm. i feel terrible about that but the beat is so crazy but still 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 what he said about raven simone i literally i remember i was driving Mm, to new york one time Mm-hmm. And I just was listening to just letting my phone go, right? And just things is coming. And I mean, it got into a real bad, bad boy bag, right? And so I was mm-hmm. having a time on the Jersey Turnpike, having a time. And this mm-hmm. song came on, and I literally mouth agape the whole time, like, oh my father God. Like, yeah. What? Like, this was when you okay? go back and, and rap Biggie's lyrics, you be, <laughs> uh, you 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 know there are moments. There are definitely uh, and Raven moments. Simone was a a babe. She was a child. She was a child. She was, she a, was child. a child. There's no way around that. And he come talk about yeah. popping Monica's cherry and everything. I said, "Holy sweet oh. Jesus!" Of who- <laughs> oh. But yes, these are the things, right? I mean, we're just. Mm. Oof, terrible. Oh, what is this song about? Somebody said Foster the People Pumped Up Kicks. Well, what's that song about? Oh, I know the song. Um, you may not. Uh, all the little kids with the pumped up kicks. You better run, better run. Run from my book. Bu- oh, shit. Run from my what? My bullets. What? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on now. Hold now. Is this about what I just think it is? Is this about school shootings? Oh no! Is it? Oh wait a minute! Please, Hold on now. What's this song about? Was pumped up. <clears throat> oh my lord! <laughs> I did not. I'm. I'm- oh. Aghast. I am aghast. Okay, now hold on. We're going to look at the meaning. Okay, a little article. Look behind the meaning of Pumped Up Kicks by Foster the People. Okay, uh-huh. Pumped Up Kicks holds a darker meaning behind this alt-pop dance sound. Okay. Oh, oh, no. Robert, oh, no. Robert's got a quick hand. He'll look around the room but won't tell you his plan. Yeah, he found a six-shooter gun in his dad's closet with a... Oh, my... Why did y'all write this song? Oh, this is terrible. Oh, why did y'all write this? I am... I am very, 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 very uncomfortable. That's disturbing. I did not... And I had to sing the damn thing to start realizing... Oh. That's the power of music, though. Which is so crazy how like we can just be carried away with the music of it that we're not even conscious of what is being said. <sighs> That's no, I see. I'm reading more into why he wrote the song. And I think they said they were retiring the song. Um, they were using it as a platform to speak out against about gun violence and bringing it to people's attention. But he said 
it's something he's wrestling with now, <clears throat> but he's leaning towards retiring it because it's a, it's too painful. And he's like, where we where we're at now compared to where we were ten years ago is even more horrific because shootings have continued to happen. So I think it was one of those that was meant to make people uncomfortable from what I just read initially, but to bring awareness. But he's at this point, like the awareness is in our face every single day. So, wow, didn't even. Huh. Well, OK, um, let us know. What else you got? Well, I was thinking I saw this thing on Instagram. I don't know if you've seen a comedian brought this to our attention how Bobby Brown's my prerogative like it's not prerogative like what is it there's no such word as prerogative the word is prerogative it's my prerogative (laughs) but he says but the comedian was saying because Bobby Brown can do this we just let it die (laughs) wait a minute (laughs) But I literally looked it up. It's like there's some debate over whether. But if you look it up, let me listen. If you if you type Hold prerogative, on. it's like you'll get the squiggly line because <laughs> that's not. But it's prerogative it, is the word. How how do they spell it? I have how to. Do they spell it. Let me see on I'm Bobby Brown's lyrics. It's spelled no prerogative. It's pero it's pero prerogative. <laughs> It's no, it's spelled prerogative. When I look this up oh, it on, is? on Don't Be Cruel, it says my prerogative. Watch the oh, it does say okay, hold on. <laughs> I can live my life. Okay. He does not no. say prerogative. He, he said prerogative. But that's not the word. It is. That's like well, just may, I fought him down that Mary did not say secretary, and I was singing it, and lo and behold, she, she says absolutely secretary. said secretary. I was your lover. And, your <laughs> and did you hear like somebody said in the auto tune after they was like secretary? You gotta listen. I was your lover and your secretary. Secretary. Somebody. Somebody finished it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go back and listen. I was your lover and your secretary. She said secretary. And then secretary. She said secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I told you Chris Brown said a tin thing. Um <laughs> Let's see if we have a couple more before we go. <laughs> oh, Lord. Make my own decision. Oh. It's my prerogative. That's my prerogative. It's prerogative. <laughs> Tell me, tell okay. me. Okay, somebody, why. okay, so Fanta Shanta mm-hmm. said on Twitter, escapes, you're my little, you're my mm-hmm. little secret, and that's how we should keep it. It's on everybody's mind about you and I. They think so, but they don't, I don't actually find a problem with that. Really? No, we'll what if know. you don't, like, I may not want, to be, you you just maybe I don't want to put you out there like that. Maybe you are my secret. Mm. I used to call those niggas DNCs. Oh. Do not count. Do not count. <laughs> you know, so funny. what if perhaps you don't want everybody to know about, you know, this nigga that you're fucking who works down to the peppers. That is your prerogative. 
That's your prerogative. You can do yes, what you want to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You can do. You can oh, piece of my love. You can have a piece of my love. That's from Tweedle Me. Waiting for you. He said, baby, you can't have all of me because I'm not totally free. I can't tell you everything that's going on, baby. There's a few things in my past that should not be explained. I'm asking you, baby, be with me for a little while. Now, sir, you're going to have to explain what you mean by that. This obscurity is not going to fly. I need to know your sexual history. And I'm not talking about the number of bodies that you have. Mm -mm. I want to know your health history. What is that looking like? How are those charts leaning out? These are important things. Let's go get tested together. You know what I'm saying? Let's. Knowing that knowing our status is very important. Absolutely. It Um, is. So I don't know that this counts Um, in problematic lyrics. But it just was weird to me, and I want to know if it was weird to you. Do you remember when Gerald and Eddie Levert um, had that song, Baby, Hold On To Me? Baby, hold on Baby, to hold me. on to me. Yeah. See, I'm a special <laughs> kind. Mm-hmm. Was that weird mm-hmm. that he was singing that song with his mm-hmm. father? Thousand times. Baby, oh. hold on to me. Oh. And girl, you know <laughs> there wait, ain't that, wait. I won't that was a song that was for Eddie? No, it was the song they sung it together. Like it was a duet. Oh. Oh. Now it may not be weird, but No, no. I mean But it was just like Okay. Maybe I'm I've seen worse. That's true. I think it's weirder that Chris Jenner facilitated Kim Kardashian. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I think that's weirder. <laughs> Not I even also comparable. I think it's weird for Ray J to be acting like this just came out yesterday, First but I think all, that's weird. I don't understand what happened. Did Chris Jenner mention it? Like, I'm trying to figure out why. I don't know. All of a sudden. Ray J, it's Ray J. So Do we urgent. have explanations? Why is this so because urgent all of a sudden? This is Scooty Bike. This is King of Scooty Bikes. All right. I don't know why he's like, let me show you the contracts. I'm like, but it's 2022 and you've got like multiple kids. What are you doing right now? Like, what's the point? What are you doing? Um, What are you? Come on, Ray J. Somebody on Instagram said. Somebody on Instagram said. um, Oh, shout out to DMX on how's it going down. He said being neglected is the norm. Expect it. The deal. That's realistic, actually. That's just realistic. That's that's it. Oh, um, oh yeah. Destiny's Child. A lot. You know, they just didn't use a oh, nasty. nasty this put is some from clothes not the on. mama. Use a nasty, trashy, yes. sleazy, yes. classic. Yes. Nasty. Put some clothes on. I told you. Yeah. Fast forward to yeah. Beyonce never wearing pants again. <laughs> like when she literally never when she Leotards performs. Leotards now. Leotards forever. Leotards forever. <laughs> <laughs> literally, she said, "Fuck a pant." She was after like, they made I'm her gonna dance wear. around a happy face in those jeans with that rain I on the stage. To put on a happy face. 
Woke up and realized it's what I And it was mad words. And it was Beyonce, I mean, Destiny's Child always had many women. They always had so many words. So many Queen lyrics. B. Lil Kim also, yeah. uh, SBO8 said, yeah. No, I ain't gay. This ain't no lesbo flow. Just, just a, a little, little something to let you mofos know. Yeah. Did say that. Did she say did. that. Not good. Not good, Queen. Yeah. Not Gwen. Well, this what's wrong with WAP? What they say? Yeah, they WAP? just said, they just like the whole song. It's like, like all of it. WAP. <laughs> all of it. <laughs> The they were like, thing. I hate sucking dick. It's of the <laughs> devil. Um, <laughs> but this was a good time. This was a good idea, sister. Thank yes, you. Indeed. And thank you to everybody who contributed. Yes. You ready to wrap up? I am. Um, we have a little self-care to get to and a petty peeve. And we'll get back next week with Honesty Box and back to our regularly scheduled program. But this week, uh, we got a lot of work to do. So we're going to see you all over in the next segment. Oh, yeah. This episode of Getting Grown is brought to you by the McDonald's Buy One, Get One for a dollar deal. Mickey D's is the only spot where you can get the big name classics for just a little bit. At some other places, a DK deal might mean taking home the leftovers. But at McDonald's, a deal is a true deal, which means you can get a good meal for a great price. I remember when I was a kid and I used to have to get the Happy Meal. I remember that moment I graduated to being able to get my quarter pounder value meal with large fries and a little Coke. I thought I was really on big girl status. I thought I was doing something. Okay, a nostalgic feeling. Order ahead on the app and buy a 10-piece Chicken McNugget, Big Mac, or quarter pounder with cheese and get another for just a dollar. Only at McDonald's. Price and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. I deserve it is time for the self-care. And let me tell you all. Heck yeah, it is. I said I was going to tell you about my wonderful spa experience at the Synergy Spa. So Tristan set up a whole day for me. He dropped me off, Aww. which was the first amazing part. Um, and I got a jacuzzi soak in a private, Ooh. you know, in a private room. Love and they it. said, you know, soak for half an hour and just kind of like gather yourself. And then somebody comes in and you do your you get your massage done. Mm. And her name was Dahlia. And let me tell you something. If you're looking for firm pressure, which I asked for. And you know, there's some things you need to get worked out. Worked out. Dahlia will work them out, Go honey. Ahead, okay, she Dahlia. Come, she was getting them them knots at the top of my back. She said, "Oh, you carry a lot of stress in your back." I said, "Yeah, I do." Um, <clears throat> so I got that, and then after that, they moved me and they asked me what I wanted for lunch. You want chicken? Would you like salmon? Are you a Aww. vegetarian? And then um, on, you move on to your hand and your foot soak. And so they soak you in rose petals and then they do a scrub and they do. And so and it's not, you know, the painting manicure and all of that. It's like a hand treatment Lovely. and the massage and then the wax. <clears throat> and they do the same thing with your feet. Oh, the paraffin while wax. they're playing the paraffin wax, yes. you know, so that things are really smooth. smooth. And then. And they're playing the cool jams in the background. It was very black because they was playing Najee. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yes. You, know, on, you remember Najee. Yes. Najee used to remake, remake all of our favorites in a, with a jazzy tone to it. <laughs> um, 
So they were playing some Najee. And of course, I was in there they were playing Najee, Anita Baker, Najee, Luther. Na- it was, I was just like, Najee brings back childhood memories. No, that's right. And Sunday morning uh, breakfast at home. And, um, and then after that, they brought my lunch. And it was all on, you know, real plateware, real flatware, real crystalware, sparkling water, champagne. Um, I had polenta with kale and roasted blistered tomatoes and shallots with a roasted chicken and a little red velvet cake at the end. Um, and they came and poured me another glass of champagne and let me just sit and enjoy my lunch. And then after that, I went in for a facial. And I got the most fabulous facial. Okay, my skin, you know how your little impurities come out after a facial Mm -hmm. because it's cleaning everything out? No, honey. She cleaned everything and still left me smooth as a baby's butt. Okay, it It was incredible. Not a pore to be seen. I felt like Kia. Shut up. (laughs) And I did. (laughs) And and it was, I talked about you. I was like, do you know that one of my best friends has no pores? Like, (laughs) absolutely absolutely have pores. I've never seen a pore on her face. She's a walking filter. Um, Not true. My mom has Uh, great skin. She does. Miss Rhonda is out here with the baby's butt face. I, I live for it. It's dumb. And your grandmother, too. Yes, your grandmother's indeed. skin was taut. Without flaw. Okay. So I I just really enjoyed myself. The staff was lovely. Um, like I said, this is black woman owned uh, since like 02, I believe, 02, 03. They started off in Harlem and now they're here in Brooklyn. Hmm. And if you're looking for a day of just like pampering to yourself and it's a boutique experience, so it doesn't feel crowded it doesn't I don't think I saw another person because the way that they have it set up and I it felt intimate and it it was beautiful it was the day that I needed and that's probably one of the best things Tristan's done for me this specific spa here so check out the synergy spa that's my self-care what's yearn I love that shout out to the synergy spa and shout out to Tristan for an amazing birthday present so good so good um, my self-care was, um, so I would be very transparent that, like mm-hmm. I said, I, I started off, I don't know, did I start off the pre-show? I think I started off the pre-show saying that I was feeling particularly stretched today. Yeah. Yeah. And my self-care yeah. was that in a moment of overwhelm, I went into my bathroom and I cried. <laughs> I just needed we to need release. Sometimes. I needed to yes. release. And it was a very conscious decision. I felt myself being, you know, sort of filled up with, you know, there the my contractor was here and some of the guys were mm-hmm. in here doing some work. I was taking a little bit longer than I anticipated. I was like, you know, sort of, you know, how you kind of start the day, you're running behind and you're trying to get caught up. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like all day I just been running and I couldn't catch my breath. And um, they sort of, you know, long story less long, they made me feel like, like I had ordered a ceiling fan for my bedroom. Mm-hmm. They told me that there was mm-hmm. a missing part. Um, and so I came back here. I'm all frustrated. I'm getting ready to call down to the Wayfair and cuss them out. Went to the garage and realized that they had, it was the wrong box. They were looking in the wrong box for the wrong thing. So, you know, we're able to get that. And so, but Mm -hmm. you know, that threw me behind for my 
one my three o'clock appointments. So I was just sort of like frazzled. And um, there were people in my house. I just wanted everybody to go. I was feeling very overwhelmed. <laughs> and I just said, you know what? I'm getting ready to go into the bathroom and get myself together. And I went to the bathroom and I closed the door and I just let myself release that. Have a moment. Yep. And then I yep. washed my face and I and I said a prayer and I and I went back outside and was just like, okay, so this needs to happen. And I just sort of just sort of, you know, kept on kept on moving. I was talking to my um Keep on moving, don't stop no. Hey, keep on moving. Keep on moving. Keep on moving, don't stop no. Um and my uh my therapist was talking to me this this in our most recent session about um, decision fatigue. So as I talked about earlier, like indecision yes. is, is a way that my my anxiety can manifest itself. And so I feel Ooh. like with all the things that have been happening, I've been having to make a lot of decisions. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was very stressful on me. And so I feel like I'm sort of dealing mm-hmm. with some... She, she pointed out that I was dealing with some <clears throat> decision fatigue. And she told me that I should be very conscious about... Um, ways in which I sort of release that anxiety and sort of create space to sort of, um, uh, you know, kind of support myself as I'm sort of dealing with this season. And so I was overwhelmed and frazzled. And then I said, I, I went into the bathroom, I cried, and then I felt better. That's my self-care. You know who would be happy to hear that? Antoinette. Would we she? will be out and she'd be like, I can't wait to go home and cry. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> and she just be so pleased and proud about it. And I love it. She embraces it. And it's it's cleansing and it's necessary. And we all need a good release sometimes. And that release can be sexual. That release can also be a scream. And that release can be a good ball where you just get it out and have your moment and breathe and then you can try to regroup and revisit and see if you're ready to jump back in and sometimes you ain't and that's all right yes that's all right i can't promise that, that i won't that do it again before the day's out but exactly <laughs> but it that's is fine, what it sister. is and i will do what i need that to do that is fine i think that is a very valid self-care and i'm glad that you were able to to release that and look at you now your spirits are lifted mm-hmm. you you're lighter you know what I'm saying? You were able to be present here in our recording session. And now you can get through the night. And if you need to cry one more time before you go to bed, then so be it. That's what you do. Might might make for better sleep. Might. Okay? It <laughs> just you, might. You know? It, just it might, might just wear your ass right on out. You know, that's what water does. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you know, this is not your zhuzh, but, you know, we are in a, in a, in a new moon and in a full moon period, and it is affecting in a retrograde, and you know we got a new. Mo- <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna go into all the other <laughs> stuff, with you, but <laughs> I'm just like, in the words of XD, the planets are fucking again, and so <laughs> it is. That is what's happening. They are in booty fade, and re- Mercury is in booty fade, and we oh, just man. have to learn how to flow with it. You know what I'm saying? And we have to learn how to be present where we're at and just kind of ride the wave as opposed to letting it, you know, over overtake us. And so, you know, you right on par with everything that's happening. It's all right. We all got it going. These pants, baby, you want to hear some shit? Yes. Then morning of the pants. 
I'm like, all right, time to go. Finally, I've been busting my ass with this shit. And it takes a lot to for the, to release these pants. It's not just setting up the shoot. You got to make sure the site's together. You got to make sure your quantities are... You got everything. Then you got correspondence. And you've got other members of your team who are working on different aspects. And the morning of the pants, the motherfucking site glitches. Like 20 minutes after release... And I am overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I am like, this is a disaster. This is ghetto. I look like Sheree. Like, this is just a, a mess. And then I said, you know what? We're going to try and do what we can behind these scenes. And I, that's all I can do. I can't, I can't freak out. I did freak out for a second, but then I had to regroup. And we got it fixed. And, you know, niggas have been ordering pants. So sometimes we just got to ride with it. We got to let out the frustration and then we just got to go ahead and ride that wave. I know. That's right. That's it. So that's our self-cares this week. Let's move on to these petty peeves. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. Ah, I have missed this parade. It is the Petty Parade. Um, and this week, so I think I told you this story the other day, sister. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I have to go see my tailor um, mm. just to iron out a couple of last minute details. So I go to his shop and he's not there. And he's the only person who who is there. So... Uh, he was not there. It's two men I've never seen standing outside. Um, so I'm like, okay, uh, is Ali here? And they're like, uh, no, he went to go get water. I didn't hear them at first. I didn't hear fully what they said. So I asked again. I was like, I'm sorry, what'd you say? He went to go get water. So I'm like, oh, okay, repeated it back. He went to get water. No problem. I'll just, how long did he say he'd be? Just be a few minutes. I'll wait for him. Well, the other man proceeds to let me know that I'm speaking incorrect English according to British standard. Did you tell him that we were um, not in the UK? <laughs> well, well, so first, that's in so many words. Uh, no, so yes, I'm sure you uh, he says, oh, I w- he went to he went to get water. And then he starts saying it in like what he deems to be an ignorant American accent. He went to get water, you know. And um, so I looked at him and I said, what you what you doing right now? <laughs> I said, what you doing? What's your problem? I said, what's your point? What's your point? We're like, what, what are you what are you doing? And he goes, that is not the, the proper way. That is not the proper way to speak the British British English. And I said, um, I don't give a fuck about oh. nothing British. And this was this was like a day or two before Queen Elizabeth died. So it didn't have nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tell him, I was like, I don't I don't give a fuck about nothing British. I was like, and you should not be sitting up here telling me what's quote unquote proper English when the British, along with a whole number of other people, are responsible for uh a lot of the issues that I face as a black American and you face as a West African man. I was like, so you might want to like get off the British dick. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And he keeps going. He keeps going. He's like ignorant Americans. You, and it's all unsolicited. Like I didn't say anything to this man, but repeat back what they said to me just to verify. That's what I heard. So again, I asked him, I said, okay, what are you doing? Like, what's your point? And he keeps going. He's not making his point. He's just making fun of me. 
and I got mad. <laughs> so I said, now you can shut the fuck up talking to me. Like you can now walk away. I was like, I'll, I'll wait for Ali here. I don't care if he told you to watch his shop. I'm watching it now. So you go on and get get the fuck up on away from me. That's where you can go now. You can fuck up on out of here. And, um, you know, with a number of other uh, explicit, expletives. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other man, you know, is, is guiding him away because he's like, this may not be what you want to do right now. Uh, and everybody else is, you know, t- taking a look and seeing what's happening. And I was like, anybody, you know, y'all, anybody else want to say something? <laughs> what's the? And nobody wanted to say nothing because he was wrong. And the next day I had to go back to go see him again. And he he was like, I don't know what his problem was. Uh, my Taylor Ali, he's like, I don't know what his problem was, but I'm not with I'm not with none of that. So. I just want you to know that that I, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I was like, no need to be sorry. You ain't do it. I was like, but just know that the next time he comes over here, the first thing that's within my reach, I don't care if it's a pair of your pants, I'm slapping it with him. I'm slapping I him just... with whatever that is. Because there was no, this was uncalled for. I don't ever come in anybody's spaces disrespecting them. I don't come in here ready to rah-rah with you. Like I came in, I asked a question and I, and I was going to wait off to the side and mind my business. And you did some weird Rocky Balboa bullshit um, and I'm good. So that my, I was just real. I was real irritated with that. And I'm real irritated with um, and we have some discussions coming up soon as it pertains to a lot of the ways in which we uphold uh, whiteness and what we you know, what they have deemed to be proper and so forth and so on to the point where it, it, we start to pit us against each other and ourselves and and that's what they set this shit up to do in the first place and so many of us fall into them traps you know what i'm saying and so we need to be mindful of that with how we move you know because like we key and i were talking about earlier those weird ass respectability politics seep and creep in in so many ways that 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 niggas don't even realize (laughs) uh and so it's just we want to we want to be mindful of the ways in which we are upholding you know, those types of quote unquote standards that they have set um, and also taking down, you know, somebody else of the diaspora like that's corny. So that's my petty peeve. What you got? I I think I have to I'll have to uh, sort of restate what we talked about a little earlier in the pre-show. Um, and I won't go into as much detail because I do want y'all to go check that out. Uh, Toya and I will be reconvening to continue to unpack the Big Brother yes. happenings and goings-ons. But I was triggered over the weekend by what was happening in the Big Brother's house as it relates to white women, white womening. Mm. And the ways in which sort of like societally uh, there is a... A different response, like, you know, to to the emotions, like when when a white woman gets emotional, there are different responses than when other people emote. And that is something Mm -hmm. that was especially triggering for me because I have been misunderstood um, Mm -hmm. um, through many times throughout my life. Uh, and, and I know what it's like to sort of feel like your humanity, um, is not acknowledged. And so it's just best to sort of keep it to yourself, but that's not healthy. And that's what sort of, that's what sort of, um, perpetuates, you know, uh, you know, women of color, black women, even more specifically, just, you know, 
internalizing all of the things that are around us and that happen to us because we are not uh, afforded an outlet of emotional expression. Um, mm-hmm. And it really just, it just, it just grinds my gears um, to see how everything stops when a white woman mm-hmm. begins to cry. Right. Literally <laughs> everything stops and I, and I don't even know and loses her fucking mind and I mean what what is um more off-putting and this is not me sort of targeting um white women I, I feel like my complaint is more around sort of the way that uh it's it's I don't it's like a norm it's like a societal norm and um it, it feels like a system <laughs> it feels like something that's larger than just sort of individual um because i do feel like you know in the spirit of acknowledging everyone's humanity um emotional outlet is required it's something that we all should be allowed to do but my complaint is the, is that we don't all have the same we're not afforded that same privilege and it shouldn't be a privilege it should be a right mm-hmm. but mhm mhm <sighs> Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. Yeah, Kia's going to have, she, her and Toya are going to host another Big Brother conversation. Yes, I'm going to pretend like I know what's going on. Yes. You know, because be I've so also seen fun. white women cry. So that'll be a fun chime in. Uh, and, you know, stay tuned for lots more wonderful discussions and conversations coming up. We have some awesome guests scheduled in the very near future. Um, now that we're past our break, you know, we're coming back with some heat. We got some wonderful things on the calendar. So, we're really excited to bring that to you all. But in the meantime and in between time, sister, take them out and tell them what to do. Thank you guys so much for everything. You guys are amazing. And we really appreciate you all for all of the love and all of the amazing ways that you support Jay and myself. We don't take you for granted. Continue to don't. drink your water because moisture is 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 requisite. It's, it's important. It's necessary for your insides. Mm-hmm. You have to moisturize your insides. That's how you take care of your your body. Um, you have to restore it with the water that is mainly constituted of. But you know that's another water. conversation for another day. Water. You want to moisturize water. your mind by worrying about the business that is yours and yours alone. Don't get caught up. Wasting your time watering somebody else's grass when you ought to be watering more. All right. And finally, okay. as we are transitioning into the cooler autumnal seasons, we want you to be mindful of your skin. You have to moisturize, be diligent in moisturizing your skin. And it's very important because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Bye bye. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-